there, I'm Kelly Moran, this is Don't Say We Didn't Warn You, and this is my co-host, Chris Fowler. Hey yo, what up? We're good? Don't Say We Didn't Warn You? <laughs> uh, Don't Say We Didn't Warn You is going to be a horror film podcast based on the idea that some people really love uh, scary movies and Guilty. anything that will terrify them, or seems to be terrifying, um, and all that deep lore and everything like that, and some people, like myself, just really, really hate them. Uh, can't really watch commercials for scary movies especially not if I'm the only person in the room and I've never wanted to watch scary movies until dating somebody who is absolutely obsessed with them. So Right. And I think um, the success of a horror film, like if it's an indie film or if it does well in the box office, um, directors, in order to find that success, are utilizing, like pulling from social fears that are happening in the world all around us um, and... Yeah, and I would rather not anybody touch my social fears. Yeah, they... Right, for, for fucking real, that sucks. <laughs> but I think it's very interesting to explore what people are afraid of in movies, and by having a sense of what scares you, it gives you more ownership over all of the small things that maybe you are anxious about or afraid of in your daily life, and just being like nose-to-nose -nose with those feelings, I think, empowers all of us. So, today... We're going to be watching a movie from just last year called Don't Breathe, um, which has a pretty simple synopsis. Do you want to read it? Yeah, it basically sounds... Well, I'll just read it straight off of Amazon. Good old Amazon. A trio of friends break into the house of a wealthy blind man thinking they'll get away with the perfect heist. They're wrong. Dun, Dead dun, wrong. Dun. Dead wrong. <laughs> Ugly wrong. Yeah, um, and just any um, time that you see a blind person in a movie is automatically, you know that they're going to be hammering home the fact that, oh, when somebody's blind, all their other senses are heightened. Right. Uh, so we can assume that don't breathe is because he can hear them breathing and he's probably a murderer and they're all going to die. Yeah, and I think this would be a, a pretty good experiment or educational source for the rest of us as to why you shouldn't break into people's houses. Right, yeah, just yeah. kind of, it's kind of on them right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I don't like, have a great opinion of our I don't heroines. feel bad for the horrors that await them. Right, right. They're a bunch of burglars. The perfect heist. Yeah. it'll. Right. It, there's no such thing as the perfect heist, and we're about to find that out. Yeah. Okay, cool. See you on the other side. All right, we back. We watched... This one is a doozy. We watched a pretty trippy movie. I thought... I had no expectation for this to be a good film at all. No. I, I saw the commercials last year. I saw it getting marketed to like an MTV audience, like that demographic. Well, and teenagers. The, the main character is the also the girl from the Evil Dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But and you know that doesn't probably carry too far with it was people kind of outside promising. of the horror. Yeah, that's like true. If, it, if you don't really see a lot of horror films, you didn't see the Evil Dead remake. Um, but yeah. I don't think she was much of a popcorn person. Before we get too I far the into boy, this, the, but her counterpoint, he he's in like some Divergent-esque MTV franchise. Something along those lines. He's like maybe Bef Maze Runner. I've never seen any of them. Before but. we start in on everything that just happened in this movie, I do want to warn everyone, this is absolutely a spoiler podcast. We're going to describe yeah. pretty much everything I, that happens. That's, that's a good point, because I think the first thing we should start with is... Thanks so much for making it this far, but this is a really good movie, and you should watch it. It is. You should watch it. It was, it was like, for a horror film... I, I, Be prepared... I, I so, think it's super approachable, and it's really good and incredibly suspenseful. 
Yeah, um, and if you're a person who's, like, afraid of movies and watches them with the idea of, oh, I need to know this can't happen to me, um, mm-hmm. I went into this one thinking, here's, yeah, okay. here's a good whoa, one. Yeah, okay, whoa, whoa, we got a twist. Yeah, there's a we'll twist. We'll discuss that later on. Right now, it's scary, and if you have even an inkling to, like, enjoy a good scary movie, which is what I want us to do with this podcast is pr- to promote people who aren't into horror films mm-hmm. uh, and entice them to check it out, you should stop right now and go watch that movie and then come back and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because it's good. And there's a there's a twist that um, changes Just, everything. Uh, so this is the official stop. If you want to watch, don't Go breathe. watch the movie. Go watch the movie. Get Amazon Thanks. Prime if bling, you don't bling, already bling, have bling, it and you live in a rock. Rent it somehow. There you go. Now we're gonna now we're gonna talk about it. So there's a dog in it. There is a dog First in it. First and foremost, <laughs> there's a dog in it. Does the dog die.com is your best friend in these horror movie endeavors. You are safe. Dog does not die. It's dog a Rottweiler. Rotties never say die. This thing is so hardcore. It is going after these burglars mm-hmm. like nobody's business. It's climbing through vents. Oh yeah, this thing knows no bounds. Oh god, it's it's awesome. It's a killer dog. Yep. It's yeah. really yeah. The worst kind of is the meanest. <laughs> oh Rottweiler. yeah. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Like like when I don't know where to start. We gonna start yeah, There's we got to start with because when I, we were talking so, about how last year when we were aware of this movie, we thought it was going to be stupid. We thought it was going to be so lame because yeah. it's about a couple kids who break into a blind guy's house, but he's ex-military, so he's badass and he's going to fight back. Right. Right? I thought that's so stupid. And I was so ready to be and, rooting for the ex-military guy. Right. Yeah, of course. A bunch of you a bunch learn... of no good teens are in his house. Yeah, and you just hate them. You just hate these people. The the uh the lead, they Rocky. They smell like Old Spice. They give you a little bit of reason to kind of be rooting for her because they show you this rough family life that she has. But then they also give you background on the ex-military guy whose home is being robbed. Mm-hmm. And it's that he was injured in, you know, in battle by, what was it, a grenade yeah. shattering or something? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's you throw a grenade shrapnel. that's made out of glass, and it and go, shatters Shing! all over everybody that it hits. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> how grenades work. You've clearly never heard of pointy grenades. <laughs> yeah, pointy grenades. Those are... Yeah. Um, Next Call of Duty. <laughs> um, but you find, so he's gone blind from this injury in battle, and he came home from war, and then, I guess, shortly after that, his... One and only daughter, mm-hmm. and I think only living family member, it seems, uh, was struck by a car and killed. Struck by a car. She was struck by a car. <laughs> Not lightning like you thought I was going to say. It was a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so she got hit by a car by, like, a rich, yuppie family. Yeah, and they're and in Detroit, so rich, yeah. rich is not oh, exactly. Yeah, They so so far, that we're also really exploring the city of Detroit, but they're painting it like a rundown, abandoned city. It's... Uh, it's interesting well, they're painting it like nobody lives there but four white people. Yeah, that that also happened. We, <laughs> yeah, every character we saw was white. Every single um, one. Yikes. <laughs> um, but they were in like Paper Street. The entire neighborhood was ba- abandoned except for this one old blind man. Right. So after his daughter got hit by a car, the rich people who struck her with said car <laughs> get they like buy their way out of jail basically yeah they pay they him settle. a settlement of yeah. three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and so one of these bad bad seed kids um finds out that he got the 300k and realizes hey this guy still lives in this rundown house um and then for reasons yeah, like that the they money just is totally, in the house right they totally glaze over the reasons but they're like do you think the money's in the house yeah yeah, <laughs> and this is like one of those moments where we get to step back watching the movie and go, that's really ridiculous. Yeah, 
Because it could absolutely be in a bank. Yeah. For just it, as many reasons as it could be in the house, yeah. it could be in and, the bank. And I really specifically want to boomerang back to this point at the end of yes. our entire synopsis. That the money should have been in a bank. It all could um, have been avoided, people. It was, in it was a, a bank. Fuck, it was in a hidden safe. He, it was, he did fine. Okay, whatever. So... Everything we know about our three main characters, there's this girl, Rocky, who uh, is Jane Levy, who was in Evil Dead that we mentioned, or the remake that we mentioned. And she's and, great. Yeah, she's wonderful. Her physicality is always, she's She awesome. got this job because the audition, uh, the the casting sheet said, <laughs> said, better be a good whisperer. Oh, she's an insane whisperer. She whispers <laughs> she in Evil so Dead well. like crazy good, too. Um and that's that's one thing. Now that we've referenced it a couple times, uh, Evil Dead was made by Sam Raimi, and Sam Raimi was the producer on this movie. So perhaps he had a hand in casting her. And when they were like, "Okay, oh, he's the best whisperer," right. you know, and it's Jane Levy. <laughs> Jane yeah. Levy whispers like a god. She's unreal. It sounds so beautiful, um, and it's just clear as a bell. Um, th- never mind the fact that there's people probably mic- micing her super well. Um, I hope so. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to believe flick. it. It was all. She just did that off the cuff. Now, my issue here, and even though we've established that she's an excellent whisperer, Mm -hmm. not everyone in this movie was an excellent whisperer. Granted, they don't survive, um, but they do get... Oh, spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, they do get pretty far. And for a movie called Don't Breathe, where you're apparently not even supposed to be breathing because this man's going to hear you, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of dialogue in this house. A significant amount of conversation. We we learn a lot about these people while they're supposed to be dead silent. Yeah, while they're hiding in the same room as somebody. Yeah, and they discuss their plans a lot, and they still don't come up with one. It's and they choose that as the time to disagree with each other. It's just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you guys, this is why you're dying. So the suspense is that, okay, well, right, we should tell the story. So they, yeah. okay, whatever, we explained it enough. The characters, the three of the people we know are an inch deep, and they all want to make money so they can leave Detroit. They yeah. break into this guy's house. It's um, it's not easy. There's some he's specificity about... Locks. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of locks, and you're like, oh, he's, he's paranoid. And the other, re- the other reason they know about this house is that um, one of the characters' fathers... Yeah. Or one of the characters is fathers. Fa- fuck me. Yeah, he's one fathers of the ca- with. <laughs> <laughs> he's co-fathers <laughs> with this security company. Um, so his dad runs a security company, and he they actually have a key to this old man's house. And that's how they do all of their heists. Yeah, they rob all the people in his dad's business. So you think it would put his dad's business out of business? Yeah. When all of the places that they're monitoring get robbed. Mm-hmm, but that's weird. Nonetheless. Um, so they, they're supposed to have a key to get in, but there's all these extra locks they didn't account for, so they figure out this guy's really paranoid. So their solution is that she goes to, like, the second story or something and kicks in a window. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I just realized that we both forgot to mention is that he's home. They yeah, go, oh, they he's, he's blind. We can pull this off while he's home. And the first thing they do is make a ton of noise. Yeah. Break a and window. smoke. It's supposed to be, oh, yeah, and they're all smoking cigarettes right before they walk in. So we know that this guy should be able to smell them because he never leaves his house. Yeah. Um, and other than the fact that they're just like horny teenage boys. Yeah, you can smell you're telling smell me you can't them. smell boys. Oh, yeah. You're lying to my face and I can smell it on you. Well, and one of these guys, you can smell the friend zone on him too. Yeah. Which is commented upon <laughs> It reeks like a, like, a, like a cotton blanket. <laughs> it just, you feel just it. It's just like, like soft longing. and, you know, you, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Um... So they break into this guy's house and and they 
Okay, I want to. I want also want to say that while we painted them to have like some kind of expertise in B and E's, no, they don't. Like breaking in, they do and they don't. Like it's very low tech. It is. Whenever you see a heist movie, it's like people with gadgets and machines and budgets. These are a bunch of t- like youths in Detroit who uh, happen to all be white and breaking into houses for yep. money. Um, but they have like their own homemade like chlorine gas. It's, well, I guess yeah. it wasn't chlorine gas because it would have killed the guy. But they really have like sleeping devices. They had pills that knocked the guy's Rottweiler out when they got there. Um, but there's like this. So the first thing they do is this character. There's the three people that break in are uh, Alex, Rocky, and Money. Alex is friend zone. Rocky is our, our main girl. Mm-hmm. Money is this asshole that Rocky yeah. is, I guess, dating? I don't, don't really know. know. And Money is just like a total douche to Alex and always talking about how he's never going to get with Rocky or whatever. We should also explain that if in terms of like how manipulative these tropes are. Um, oh, they cast... She is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Yeah. Uh, with Rocky color-corrected is, eyes. With color-corrected <laughs> eyes, so they look extra blue because of how pure she is. Yeah. Um, Alex is, he has really blue eyes as well. And he's the like popcorn MTV actor kid. Yeah. And then Money, uh, in addition to being named Money, he doesn't even get an O O name for a name. Not a real He one. has a tattoo on his neck of a dollar s- signal. It is just a dollar sign it and it's just, not even I like. I call it a dollar signal, a tie dollar signal. It's like just off of his Adam's apple that you think they may be messed up. Yeah. They, they didn't <laughs> want you to miss it. Yeah. The producers. Um, um, yeah, he's the, he's the only, uh, actor of color and mm-hmm. he is Costa Rican and they gave him cornrows. They gave him cornrows and they shaved the sides of his head and put a, put a dollar sign on his mm-hmm. neck and they made him say a lot of bad words. And, and they made him be the one with gang connections. And he was the one with gang connections. <laughs> he was the one smoking drugs. He was the one who brought a gun to the highest. And spoiler, oh, no. he's the first to die. Yeah. Yeah. He was also, they, they had rules prior to the breaking into this place where they didn't take money. And they didn't have weapons. Uh, and guess what? This guy did both of those on this uh, mission into an insane person's house. Yeah. This this fateful night. Um, so the first thing the guy does is he goes up there and he tries to gas him out with his great little home improvised device, but it doesn't work. And we find out that there's a gun taped under the blind man's bed. Yep. So he's insane. Uh, and he's ready to kill people. Yeah. Especially intruders, which I think you have the right to do. They do explain yeah. that. So they say that if... if- you're breaking into the house and you're not armed, then I guess the person doesn't have the right to kill you. But if, Oh, no, no, no. If somebody... I, I, maybe it's a state law. I think it is. But depending on the state you live in, then um, if somebody breaks into your house, you have, like, full Yeah, it varies control. by you state. Can, you can kill somebody just for stepping foot in your but house. But when, when Money pulls out the gun... I feel so stupid even saying that name. When Money pulls out the gun, yeah. um, Alex, who apparently is very well-versed in B&E law goes, if you know, you brought a gun, and that means that if he catches us, he has the right to shoot us because we're mm-hmm. in his house. And uh, Rocky is automatically like, oh, shoot, maybe maybe committing this felony was a mistake. <laughs> this is the moment I'm going to think about it. After the, after the 10 hours of planning we did. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, not a lot of not a lot of foresight. So as you can guess, pretty immediately, the blind old man... Who is cut to hell? He's so strong. Yeah. Uh, takes the gun away from Money and kills him with it. Um, but right before, right actually no. So Money pulls the gun out and Alex leaves because he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. Uh huh. But as he's like going to exit the fence of, of the property, 
he hears the, another gunshot. Yeah. Or he hears and a gunshot, he's like, and he's like, oh, no. Good. So he goes in to check on it. And Money's dumb ass had said to the guy something involving the word we that yeah. gave away that there were more, it was more than just mm-hmm. him. Because up until this point, the, the old man who owned the house didn't know that there was anybody else in the room. Mm-hmm. And so he automatically stops and is like, I'll keep my hand on your neck until you tell me. How many people are here? And he's choking him out. He's pointing his own gun at his head. Yeah. Oh, God. And, of course, there's she's a, standing right there. Yeah. So, as we go on with the plot, there's a couple different types of scares in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, the main one is physical brutality. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of it's really rough to watch, and that's, like, what I got from the Sam Raimi production of it, maybe. Oh, like, that's Like, it's a good very point. hands-on. People endure several beatings. Everybody's beat to crap yeah. by the end of the movie they just keep every coming character back. yeah nobody stays down um, even at the very end mm-hmm. when you're like this is finally over it's literally the end of the movie no yeah it's not it's, it's got about seven different endings <laughs> god i love it when you can't choose a climax <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well the, okay so as we and before we go on with the rest of the plot the strength of this movie is that I, 20 minutes into it, I was bored for the same reason you brought up earlier, that I knew this wasn't a situation I'd ever be in. Yeah. I'd never break into somebody's house and give them the excuse to kill me. Um, and immediately after, um, so Alex comes back into the house and Rocky and him are kind of connecting. But as they're doing that, um, the blind man, which is his actual character name, the blind yeah. man, is like boarding up the doors and windows because he thinks he's vulnerable and people broke in and he doesn't realize they're still inside. Um, while they're like trying to escape, they find their way into the basement and in the basement of the house, this is the best twist I've seen in a horror film. Yeah, it was in real a couple, good. In a, as long as in a short memory, but fuck, it was so good. Um, they find I like feel you tighten up when this oh, happened. It was, it was so <laughs> dope. Um, what did I, I, I truncated in my notes is the stupidest thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're taking notes because we're professionals and I'm drinking wine. So I slurred that word. Um, spoiler alert, dope fucking twist in this movie. Good note. I was, I was <laughs> bored because the environment was something I never end up in. And boom, prisoner in his basement. Uh, they find like an aquarium where this woman is tied up. It's not an aquarium. Oh, it is like she is on display. It's well, it's like she's on display, a but terrarium, it's like. terrarium perhaps? How, it's like this, um, it's like a nook in the basement where like the, it's where the wall recesses. And so he, it's basically like a cube with one open side, and he's lined the cube with like every pillow and cushion they sell at the flea market. That was like the densest way you could descri- I'm describe sorry. a room. <laughs> it's a it's a room. It, it's like a room within a room. I yeah. don't know. No, you're right. He's covered it with like couch cushions. Yeah. And this woman has, um, she's handcuffed with her hands behind her back, and she has like a, a device on her neck that is strung throughout the house so when she moves a bell rings yeah in the house yeah in the house so he's upstairs thinking he's safe checking on his money uh which the characters have grabbed yep uh forgot about that not super relevant uh, because the oh because the is no longer about the money no but the reason they get the money is because this supposedly terribly secure safe that he has Mm -hmm. is one that displays the code you're typing Mm -hmm. in like the largest font available yeah so she's just standing behind him when he opens it to make sure his money's all there he's blind (laughs) oh you're right oh um i bet the security company that he hired yeah uh they probably could have been like not a good idea a really bad joke on him yeah you're probably right bunch of funny guys damn 
Yeah, in which Sorry. case they're still really bad at their job and yeah. a lot of their houses get broken into. That's why nobody lives in that area of Detroit, apparently. <laughs> In yeah. this movie, I mean. Yeah. Well, the first house, the house we get in the teaser that they rob oh, is yeah. an incredibly over-the-top, yeah, that's like, true. gaudy house. Huh. I wonder what their geography angle was. Yeah, I wonder what suburb the kids went to, mm. huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot where you were going before I interrupted you. So, he's got a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. And the prisoner, we find out, she shows them, a, uh, like, a clipped-out newspaper article that she has. She is the woman who ran over his daughter. and. Gave the settlement and his whole, um, he ends up, uh, killing her accidentally very quickly after she's released. The three released. of them are trying to escape mm-hmm. and he catches them and just starts shooting. You're right. And shoots her. And he's, and she's the only one he hits and he hits her like right in that face. Yeah. So, um, we find out his plan, you know, after, after that, they all try to escape and there's some like dope blackout photography. Yeah. Where they're trying was... to escape the basement cause he Ooh. shut all the lights off. Um, and every time he fires a gun, it's kind of fun and suspenseful because he's blind. So he's just like aiming at noises, which seems like a fun game for a blind person, maybe. But uh, a that's, one. that's really insensitive, <laughs> I guess, because he's trying not to get murdered, too. He's trying um, not to get murdered, but... And it's not, and it's not funny to, that he is blind. That's, that's critiquing his disability. Well, and we're, we're in kind of a weird place because through the whole beginning of this movie... I think we were both watching it kind of thinking, like, I have no reason to be rooting for these three yeah. burglars. I'm really behind this ex, uh, you know, army officer. He's a veteran. He's who's a veteran. only surviving family member perished. Yeah. He uh, lives alone. He didn't want the money yeah. that he got from the settlement of her death. He's he lives obviously himself terrified. in a shitty neighborhood in Detroit, right? Yeah. And you're thinking, like, he's he's got PTSD or something, and that mm-hmm. maybe that's why he has all these locks. And then this twist comes along, and you're like... I don't have feelings for anyone in oh, this movie. Oh, they better beat his fucking head in. Yeah. yeah I want him dead. So he, he reveals... Uh, so basically he knocks Alex out, or he thinks he murders Alex, because uh, they in their show-off fight, um, he... I mean, he gives him a walloping on this kid's head that would murder every human being on Earth. This kid dies like three times. This kid gets beaten to death like three times in this one fight. Um, and it's not... No, it's not a fight. It's a beating. Yeah. Um... So they end up in the room where Money's body had been stashed, and in the final blow, the, the blind man drives some shears into a uh, flesh. A body, yeah. Later, it is revealed to us that it was the wrong body. Yeah. Alex is still alive again. Mm-hmm. For, like, the third time. Mm-hmm. Like, the fourth time, because he falls out of a window once, too, when the dog drives oh, him. And then he gets shot in the window. stomach before this whole fight. Yep. Oh, gosh. How on earth? Um, anyway, so... Man of the year. So, with Alex knocked out, and Rocky gets uh, had been knocked out prior to that, and she's captured, and when she wakes up, she's in the... She's in the apparatus that he'd been holding the woman who killed his daughter in. Mm-hmm. And this thing is creepy. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It's, like, somewhat military-looking. Yeah, it's, it looks and like a parachute vest, almost. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. great. Oh, she's all fucking wrapped up in it covered in bruises because he punched the shit out of her yeah like that part that's that's what was hardest for me to watch in this movie was like there's like so much physical violence and scenes where he's got his hands around this woman's neck yeah and they're and very it, graphic about yeah it. and it's just super you're just like, oh. so going she's into trapped the, in his fucking house and going into this you're like okay he had a woman tied up she's gone now i see that there's another woman tied up we know where this is going mm-hmm. And even then they get you with a twist. Yeah, it doesn't stop twisting. It's just... Um, so, 
you think, oh shit, this is going to be like a room situation where he like rapes this prisoner he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap, I don't want to watch that. And he explains that he kept the former woman after she wasn't put in jail. He thought he'd keep her in jail himself. And it, since she took his daughter away from him, she owed him a new one. But he explains while he's uh, heating something up on a boiler plate um, and sticking a turkey baster into it and extracting this uh, chemical, whatever it could be, he's like, but I never forced myself on her. And he's like walking towards this prisoner, Rocky, who's like suspended in a... I mean, she's basically hogtied and hanging in the air at this point. Right. And then he cuts... So he cuts her pants open and he's preparing to inject her with... Uh, his own seed, his juicy, yeah. his goody good. No, and they even show it drip, and it's yeah. just the oh, worst thing that's ever that happened to me in a movie. Like, I hated seeing God. that, because I'm like, oh, well, it's definitely sperm. And, oh, hey, uh, I wanted it to drip, but oh, bummer. Jesus. Old man seed. Uh, so. Imagine the person on set that had to clean that up every time. Yeah. Oh. Or the props master who's like, oh, I've already got the recipe for that. Yeah. They're like, we can't get the fake blood right, but we know how to do semen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like the craft services tables just come <laughs> in because it's just sugar. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah. Guys, where did the dressing go? Oh, no. <laughs> Sandwiches again. <laughs> this is gross. Of all the things we could have goofed on, oh, I'm sorry. we picked the, the lowest hanging I'm fruit. I'm so sorry. It's okay, guys. This is, it's not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. So, uh, right as he's preparing to insert this turkey baster, uh, who saves the day? It's Alex. Alex is still alive. He knocks this guy out and he handcuffs him. They're going to escape. They're free. They're running. They're finally going. Right as they open the door, because there's so many keys, uh, bang, bang. You're like, oh no, there was somebody outside that shot Alex right in the neck twice as he opened the door. No, he got shot from behind. It's the blind man. Who got out of handcuffs that quick. Yeah, who got out of handcuffs. Um, and found his way out of a basement after, like, a pretty good beating, too. Yeah. Because uh, like, while he was handcuffed, she was kicking him in the face. Oh, that's, that was maybe my favorite part, was that she... So once Alex saves her from this hanging apparatus, uh, she starts beating the shit out of the old man and takes the semen-filled turkey baster oh, and yeah. rams it through his in his throat. Yeah. Like through to the back of his throat, and oh, you yeah. hear it and everything. Oh, oh you God. like, and when she does that, you expect it to kill him. Like, oh, she's gonna choke him yeah, with you it, think it's and it was come like out the back, so, like shoving a, the dick into that fucking old white man's throat. You're not gonna like that. that when you hear it, <laughs> right? I, I, well, that's I, that's I thought that's what she was getting it. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, look at that shot. We all gonna see. Yeah. I thought it was gonna. That's how she was gonna kill him, and it would have been really over the top, but I would have loved it. And instead, he just like coughs it right out in a second. Yeah. Like, hmm. How much can these people take? <sighs> yeah, you thought that was going to be it for him. But no. Um, so Alex is dead. Alex um, is dead. He gets shot in the neck. Yeah. After, oh, whatever. And He's, our he girl takes... Rocky takes off running. No, she sets off the no, security alarm. No, that's when she gets brought back after the dog thing. <sighs> Does she escape twice and then... She oh. escapes twice because mm. she goes off running and she gets to the car. And yeah. then he gets her and brings her back, and that's when she's on the ground and she sees the ladybug and the yeah. remote thing. Okay, so she escapes once, and the and as soon as she gets out, no, she sets up the security alarm and it deafens him. No, she no, that's runs the ending. The You're right. That's I'm so sorry. Ending. I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, so she just runs out the door after Alex gets capped. Because mm-hmm. um, she's like right there already, so it's the only yeah. time that she makes the good, easy decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess who 
has a Rottweiler this whole time. Oh, it's the blind man. The dog's been super vicious Which throughout is the just, movie. It's, it, I love the Rottweiler, and it's a great addition. Um, but it's weird to me that like through through the whole movie, there are, I think, three times where the blind man somehow had like some sort of premonition to know where the dog would need to be. Oh, yeah. And to get it there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all of a sudden the dog is out on the side yard when it was locked in a room last we saw it. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen the blind man do anything but be fighting for his life. Yeah. When did he let the dog out? Alex locked it in a room right before he went down there to save her from the swing. Yeah. Uh, scenario. Um, and yeah, the, the guy couldn't have... She ran outside and she ran probably 50 feet before she turned around and was like, oh, you're useless outside, you idiot. Yeah. There's noises and no, you can't smell me out here. And uh, just the dog just comes running out immediately. And she gets to her car and it kind of comes, I guess you could call it full circle because at the beginning of the movie when they're casing this guy's place, these these three hooligan friends are sitting outside in their, what kind of car was that? Some old uh, muscle car. Could have been a Firebird or a Camaro. Something like that. And they're sitting outside in this car and it's the first time they actually see the blind man and it's because his dog attacks the car. Mm-hmm. So the same thing happens. She jumps in, the dog jumps on the window and she's like, here I am again. <laughs> Didn't want to do this. Do you want to explain her escape? Because I won't do it sort right. Sort of. She, I won't do it right. <laughs> she, okay, she has a backpack with like a million dollars on her and the dog, right before she gets in the car, the dog catches her and it bites the backpack oh, off yeah. her and she's like, I'm trapped. I don't have the keys to the car. So she uh, lures, she pulls down the back seat, exposing, like, if you're not familiar with, like, these kinds of cars from the 80s, or maybe your parents had them in the 90s, or you had them in the 90s, anybody had them in the 90s, Um, (laughs) you could access the trunk through the back seat by just, like, lowering it down. So she hooks a... Like a nylon strap. A nylon strap to the trunk uh, mechanism itself, like, where it opens... And then she is like leaned up against the front seat with the back seat pulled down and she's going to lure the dog into the trunk and then release the nylon strap while kicking the seat back and she'll have locked the dog in the trunk. You would think. Yeah. The dog uh, gets locked in the trunk, uh, but it is this super mega mutant dog and it like fights its way up through the console, like above the seats, through the back of the car. It's like a Which isn't that surprising. Like it was... I want you. To, I want to hear your part, but those things broke all the time. That's the thing. It's like I remember being able to like, like my dad wouldn't let us kick the backs of the seats because you were gonna bust through them. It's right. like particle board, and this is a hundred and fifty pound Rottweiler. Yeah. Oh, it's a gigantic dog too. It's monstrous. Yeah, and it wants to kill something, so it's probably gonna get there. Yeah. So it breaks its way out, and its head popping through was fucking beautiful. I love seeing this real dog yeah. do this real stunt and oh. so successfully. And the idea of filming this scene where like she's really locked in this car with this animal that's snarling in mm-hmm. six inches from her face. I mean, it, you probably don't have to be that good of an actor to pretend to be scared in that <laughs> moment. But it was really cool because this thing has her pinned mm-hmm. in a car, in a closed vehicle. And it looks like it's out for blood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't do that, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> So she uh, escapes. She, yeah, she, gets she out. ties that nylon rope. She hooks it, the nylon rope onto its collar, or the opposite end of the nylon rope. So one end is still back on the trunk, and this end now is hooked to its collar. And it so, can reach her. Yeah. And she rolls out, closes the door, picks up the backpack with all the money. The dog is successfully trapped. For the tenth time, she decides to just kind of take a beat yeah. and not run or anything. 
And now the blind man is six feet behind her, walks up, knocks her out. We have this beautiful shot of her being dragged all the way down the street because this neighborhood mm-hmm. is abandoned. Uh, yeah. So it's just like a trail of blood while he's pulling her by the hair down the Nobody middle of the street, all these houses, yeah. Broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah, they, the way they painted Detroit was so interesting. Yeah, it was um, Like, it's it's good that they're at least showing that to America. If if our assumptions were right about who they were marketing this movie to, yeah, I think yeah. it's great that they showed what a wasteland that neighborhood was. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that, yeah, people need to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. So she ends up back in the house yet again. Mm-hmm. And, um... And she's like, she has this... He basically gets her right through the front door and knocks her out again. Because um, she's about to keep fighting him. Which is smart. Always keep fighting. Keep fighting, yeah. Keep fighting. So she gets knocked to the ground and she's kind of losing consciousness. And she, like, sees a butterfly on her hand, which she's explained in the beginning of the movie is, uh, reminiscent... Actually a ladybug. <laughs> what did I say? A butterfly. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a ladybug. Yeah, she, she has a tattoo a of, at the, in like her first scene where she has dialogue. She has a, a new tattoo of a ladybug on her wrist. Yeah, and she's she explains to her friends that it's because her mom used to lock her in a trunk when she was crying because she missed her father, um, and that there was a ladybug who flew through like a hole in the car mm-hmm. and would keep her company. So she's having this moment of like, oh, here I am dying, and then she sees Alex's dead hand holding the security remote that has a button where you can trigger the system to not only set up off an incredibly loud alarm, but also to call the police automatically. Mm-hmm. So she's, he's offered yeah, it to her twice services. during this movie. And both times she's like, that's the last thing I need. Yeah. We don't want to involve the cops. <laughs> we have to get out of here with this money. Yeah. Now that she's the one dying, she's like, I should use that remote. Mm-hmm. That's a cool trick. Does it works immediately. Yeah. She could have done it an hour ago and they'd all be alive. I don't know. That yeah. was, they, that she, lost me. She fought every every option she had to not make the right choice. Yeah. She did the wrong thing. She did the wrong thing. She and did the wrong thing. And it worked out for her And now that end. all of her friends are dead and she has less people to split the money with, she calls the cops and she's like, whatever. Uh, all the noise deafens the man. So she beats him and kicks him and he falls down this hole and he lands on his back. And when he lands, his gun goes off and he shoots himself on the side. And she runs out the front door across the street right as the cops are pulling up yeah. with a million bucks in her bag. And she's just out of there. Yeah, and she's then we see her in a train station. Mm-hmm. With she's her taking sister. her sister to California. Because they're going to surf. Mm-hmm. They, but of all the parts of California that they can move to, they, her and her child sister moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Just like, oh, gosh. Which, you know, if you need an affordable place to live. And if you're like a broke <laughs> teen from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that seems like the oh, right God. An option. Plus, I'm sure anytime they're looking for a teen who's on the run, they're like, check Los Angeles. <laughs> Please, check, just check Los just, Angeles. Just call LA. Hey, They've any buses them. on their way to Los Angeles from Detroit right now? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. It's, so. They, that, I mean, the twists in this movie <laughs> were really great. It kept twisting. It kept twisting, but then with the fact that it ended with her using the thing that could have been used to help them all at the very beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, and then she decides to use it, everything works out for her, it's all totally fine, that's, to me, that's just like, okay, that's a weird plot. <laughs> right. Because she was certainly not a protagonist. I wasn't rooting for her. Mm. I mean, I didn't want I mean, her to die. I liked her better than other people. Yeah, she was... Not our least favorite, I don't think, but it was still like, I don't want this to work out. I want you to go to jail. I want you all to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've already seen, I've seen you rob another house in this movie. Oh, that was the other thing because, so 
she's watching a news report in the train station before she escapes to California. And on the news, they're saying, oh, uh, an army veteran was attacked in his home. Mm-hmm. Two burglars broke in trying to steal money from his... They had a plan to harass and rob him. Yeah. And, and the news paints it out to be... In this report that she's seeing at the end of the movie after she's made good with the money, the news paints it out to be that these two deranged, sick people broke into an old blind veteran's house mm-hmm. so that they could beat him up and kill him. And he fended them off as, lo- as long as he could... But ultimately, mm-hmm. I guess they didn't kill him ultimately because he survived, but... He survives. And so there's, all, there, there's two things about that that are weird. And then I want to get back to the bank thing. Mm-hmm. One, um, it's weird that or after he killed the original captive he had, the old blind man, he... Yeah. Um, he buries her in this vat in the basement that's like underneath tiling, and he, no one will ever know that that body existed. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know what that unless was. Unless they find, like, her hair on the scene or something. Maybe. But who knows? Um, I mean, she was on upholstered pillows, so yeah, on a bed. Yeah, like, absolutely. For years. Yeah. Or actually for, like, six months, maybe? Yeah, because... Because his plan was to impregnate her and make her birth a child. Right, and she was pregnant when he killed her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, part, part of the tragedy of it all. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh. Man, what a shitty situation to be in. Okay. I mean, she's the she's the one I would root for the most in this situation. She also did kill a child. She did kill a child, but we didn't get any story on that. So, I mean, at this point, it could really have been like... Like, I wonder, like, it wasn't in the neighborhood that that girl got hit. Because they were the rich people weren't driving through that neighborhood. No, no, absolutely not. Hmm. Uh, who knows? But, I mean, she was like, I had the least to hold against her. Mm-hmm. Not that killing a child is a small thing, but it was kind of like... Could have been an accident. It could have been her husband driving for all we know. Yeah, maybe. Because it was a family. Maybe. Um, but damn, this movie just keeps twisting. Kelly, what um, what was scary about the old man? Like, besides that he's deadly, he's very skillful, he's military trained, he's vicious, he's a kidnapper. Oh, uh, it was kind of... He impregnated a woman against her will. I always have this feeling watching kids where I get really anxious because their movements are so unpredictable and I don't know what they're about to do. Hmm. And this man moved like no creature I've ever seen before. Yeah. It was very, I don't know what they were trying to do there, but it was weird and it creeped me out a lot. I kind of felt, I was watching him, he moved like he doesn't make any sounds. And they were all, they all took their shoes off once they got in the house because they knew they were robbing a blind man who was Which they hadn't decided on ahead of time. They talked about it once they got in the house. They talked about it inside the house. They made all this noise. Um, and to be fair, his sentences weren't amazingly heightened. He was just military trained and he had a gun. Yeah, that's the thing is that Um, for a movie called Don't Breathe, he wasn't very good at hearing them. Yeah, he wasn't hearing them breathe at all. There was like one time and actually that he heard a person who had already shot in the stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Gasp because he was bleeding out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he did move. He was also wearing winter boots. Oh, I he was never wearing realized big, that. like over the ankle boots the entire movie, and you never heard him walking around in this old, no, like forsaken right. wooden house. That is weird. Yeah, he, everybody would have been clowning around. It would have betrayed all of them every scene. Yeah. Huh. But the noise and was, the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog didn't make a sound until it was until like it in was front in of your the, face. In the camera, yeah. Which. Speaking from experience, dogs do not work that not way. Not how dogs do. <laughs> dogs wake themselves up by farting and then bark because they're so scared. <laughs> I wonder who you could be talking about. Um, so, he's scary because he's dangerous and you watch him beat up children. Yeah. 
Essentially, yeah. yes. And then and then he's a kidnapper, and he's incredibly deranged. Um, uh, so it took like that twist was it was so pivotal. It was so it pivotal. Was it was incredible important. because this it, movie would have lost it without that twist. Yeah, for real. I mean, obviously, it's just there was no reason to be afraid of him. Yeah, we were. Yeah, you're right. We were rooting for him, and now it's oh crap. I could get kidnapped just, for any reason because everybody's crazy. Yeah. Shit. And it adds the layer where it's like, okay, so he's he's military trained and he's also a psychopath. Yeah, for he's real. Cl- he goes on this weird, he has like a monologue where he is clearly crazy. He's talking about how once a man understands oh, that gosh. there is no this guy God. Doesn't talk, this guy doesn't talk for like an hour. And this movie's yeah. only an hour and a half and it feels longer because of how many endings there should be. Or it feels like there's going to be. You but keep this man, thinking you're done. Yeah, and you keep thinking like, wow, this guy's in really good shape for his age. Um, but you don't hear him talk until like an hour into it. No. And then this actor overplays the voice so badly. I wanted him to stop talking immediately. Yeah, that's... He was doing like, if, if his actor's approach was, why don't I just mix um, Bane, like Tom Hardy in playing Bane in The Dark Knight Rises <laughs> and a, a, a Galapagos start. Turtle. Oh, God. Because there is no God. He's like, um, I don't even know. Never mind. He, oh, gosh. You thought he, you thought the character would have been 94. Yeah. But the guy's cut like he's, I mean, like 50, but he's had, he has gray hair. And I really wanted an explanation on why he was so cut. Like. Or just still in shape, considering he's a shut in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, he he doesn't seem to go outside at all. He might he might stay in shape uh, in case his prisoner escapes. That's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. He's pretty serious about getting that. But kid. at the same time, it's like, I mean, really out of shape people have kidnapped women. Like, that's yeah, it's not. You don't have to be a ripped old man to do it. You could just be an old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert on kidnapping. Well, you also saw how much sperm he was producing and saving yeah. in that room. Like, it was oh. a pretty amazing amount. So that maybe he's just, like, full of the vigor of... That's a lonely old man. Yeah. Well, he had company. Which is weird, because he has a dog. Yeah. <laughs> a, probably a pretty aggressive one. Maybe he's scared of it. I don't know. I feel like they cuddle. So this movie is... Uh, it's suspenseful. It's scary. It is... Uh, it makes you squirm in ways you're not expecting to. It's got jump scares. It's got I don't want to be kidnapped scares. Mm-hmm. It's got please God don't let me run over a child scares. There was a dripping semen out of a turkey baster. Dripping semen, which is like there's penetration, like paramount fear, mutilation fear. Ugh, uh, yeah. Um, pretty much any time I see gardening but, tools in a movie, but, my stomach turns. Yeah, and it was interesting because there was so much stuff they showed us, and then the time gardening shears went into a body, they cut away. Well, that was because we couldn't know which body it went into because they were oh, leaving. Oh, I'm so stupid. Reveal. That's yeah, I did. That's why we wanted to come back to that. <laughs> and then the other thing we wanted to come back to was, was the bank. There's still no reason he could have had his money in the bank. It's never explained, not one There's time. No reason. No. He could have donated it, and he's or maybe clearly... he could have been saving it for his new spawn. But but a bank would still do that for you. A bank's not like we need to verify this isn't a garage baby. Like yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. You could just withdraw it, man. Uh, I don't know. It's not his address is. It's not like he's. It, people don't know where or who he is. Yeah, they would obviously be like, "Where'd it's you get the records. Where'd you get the baby?" Yeah. yeah, the money isn't the thing they would question. They'd be like, "We read in the paper that you got that money. Mm-hmm. Congrats on your new SUV." I'd like to help you put it into a bank. Yeah, where it yeah. will earn interest, and burglars who are teenagers can't get it. But it does give a child a chance. 
because yeah. Rocky makes out good with the cash, and her and her little sister escape their trailer park chain-smoking mom. I guess that's who I'm rooting for the most is uh, Diddy, the little sister. Her name was Diddy. She's the only person who hasn't wronged us in this movie. Like the song by Paperboy? Diddy? Or like like P. Diddy. Fair the, enough. Now we're disagreeing on spelling, but I think that's not something we could have No, I looked on IMDb and I was like, really? You, you named her Diddy? Diddy? <laughs> yeah. Diddy not? Diddy what? It's just Diddy. Diddy what? Oh, Maybe God. he did, maybe he did end. <laughs> so... They get out good and they leave, but we know that the we know that the blind man is alive still. So there's the risk he'll, he might. So it's basically make good that, on his plan someday. He's got plenty of stored, yeah, uh, m- uh, chemicals. He that has. He can use to base people up later lots on. Of organic substance. All the good, goody, good organic substance. But it's weird because it's like his whole his motivation with the other two women was that they had taken someone away from him. Mm-hmm. So like, is he going after the police officers or something? Cause they didn't even Gosh. really do that. Who knows? I, he's going to have to find another hobby, <laughs> frankly. And, and so should you. And that hobby should be watching scary movies. We think <laughs> so if, if this didn't deter you, like the movie's pretty tough and it's unexpected and it's really scary. And, uh, it was a and- lot of fun. It was a fun one. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, it's a super fun puzzle. Like, like uh, the, I think the experience of this was like running through Legends of the Hidden Temple and just like trying to piece together puzzles. But oh no, temple guards are jumping out at you. Yeah. Like it's a fun ex- ex- adventure of a movie. If it's any like it's help so much for better. you guys to understand the fear factor of it, we, we finished watching it and we've been talking about it for 45 minutes now, but I still have this feeling in my shoulders like they're tied in a knot. Just yeah. kind of like keeping me crunched up, like I can't relax at all. The writing of when and how the old man moved about the house, like you, you, you said that his physicality was a little weird. Yeah, but they wrote that character like into the script so well. Yeah, they he did just a good pops job. up in the best places. It's always reasonable. Yeah, he's not a superhero. It's just like a guy who it's his own house, and these kids are running around talking to each other out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, he never really like loses it i don't know mm-hmm. the only time you see him break is when he realizes that the the woman his prisoner who was carrying what was supposed to be his new child had died that's when you see him get get emotional but the rest of it is pretty much just him moving really weird yeah he he doesn't think he's crazy he doesn't he basically thinks after his kid was taken from him there's no oh, god yeah, he's cool as a and damn he gets cucumber. to do whatever he wants now which is unnerving because I wish that more people thought there was no God, but not if this is how it's going <laughs> to yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, that's what not there being gotta... no God turns so <laughs> yeah. a regular white man into. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we'll become murderous. We live in a place with a lot of basements. I don't like that. Yeah. No more basements. Uh, Keep I God like... around and no more basements. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. So, it's... <laughs> so check this movie out. It's fun. I hope you, if you, I hope. That if you pass the point where we told you to stop and to watch it anyway, that you can consider the opportunity to go back and enjoy this movie. We didn't spoil anything because so much of it is the unpredictability of the house. Yeah, and it'll be a fun one to see it to watch unfold on your own. It's it's pretty real. So don't breathe. It's on Amazon. It might be on something else too, but you're gonna have to do that research yourself. Go watch it. Go watch it. it. Yeah, watch it with somebody because it was fun to. It was this was a really fun movie to watch with somebody. Yeah. 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 Move your money to a bank. Move your money to a bank. <laughs> Watch this movie with somebody. Uh, do your own thing. Get down. Get down. Yeah. Don't be, is, don't be a criminal. I'm sorry for all this advice, but I feel don't really be a concerned. Criminal and don't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> what up? Oh.